because your mind wellness determines your physical wellness 100% i you know the nutritionist can challenge me the yoga therapist can challenge me anybody can challenge me but i would still say yoga or any gym activities are useless waste of time if you don't have mental wellness Hey everyone this is Bitupan here welcome to mindful talks where i invite people from various fields like health and wellness spirituality and personal development to talk about their knowledge and their experiences today my guest is Kalai Mamani Vasanta Vaikunt who is an indian classical dancer musician author writer and an orator she is a bharatanatyam performing artist who has more than 200 shows to her credit she learned her first dance lessons at the age of 5 but then she had a feet problem because of a bone growth and her doctor advised her never to dance again because of this her dream came to an end but she did not lose hope she made a comeback after 20 years and started dancing again she visited chennai regularly and took guidance from padmashri chitra visweshwaran to pursue her career in bharatanatyam she gave her first performance in 1987 and she was the first nri to perform for do darshan without an audition After her amazing performance dance organizers and producers flooded her with offers she could never refuse. She took up dance as a career and organized Festival of India in Oman for the people with special needs. She was invited to perform at various festivals of India held at France, Germany, USA and England. She became a regular feature in every festival held in India and abroad. She released her first book Spirituality is Dance at Chennai Music Academy and Nehru Center in 1995. She danced every year in Chennai Dance Festival for 20 years. The then governor of Maharashtra, Dr. Alexander, invited her to perform at Raj Bhavan. The governor was so moved by her dance presentation that he gave her the title Abhinaya Saraswati. The University of Tufts, USA, invited her to teach at the World Dance Association and gave her the title Kala Vidushi. But claws of destiny closed in on her when she suffered a health setback and she had to cancel all her shows. Her feet refused to move. Doctors advised her to stop dancing if she wants to live a normal life. But her spiritual guru told her to keep dancing. She prostrated in front of Lord Nataraja at Chidambaram temple and danced in front of the sanctuary. Her feet came back to life and she started dancing again. She shared stage with renowned personalities on various occasions. In 2007, she received a special award Acharya Vipanchi, the best dance teacher award from Dr. Bala Murli Krishna. Her achievement in art made her win the most prestigious award Kalai Mamani Gem of All Arts from Government of Tamil Nadu presented by Dr Barnala Government of Tamil Nadu and Dr Karunanidhi Chief Minister of Tamil Nadu She has engaged herself in giving extensive lectures on practical applications of our ancient scriptures in the present world for the past 30 years Now she is fulfilling her real purpose in life through her online NGO called lifeliving.org that extends emotional support to people. She runs mental wellness programs in Ramayya Institute of Technology, Chennai IIT and corporates like Reliance, Accenture, Fidelity and many others. Let's talk to her about the importance of the mind management. How to keep the mind and the body healthy and a lot more about the mind. I am excited to talk to her. Let's get started. Namaste ma'am. Thank you so much for joining. So glad to have you on my show. How are you doing, ma'am? I am good. Thank you for making me part of your mindful talks. My pleasure. Uh, it's very interesting for me, and it's my forte. So I hope I'll do my best. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. And uh, there are so many things that we can talk about. And I was wondering what to talk about. Then I thought, 
let's talk about the supercomputer that we all humans have, which is called the mind. So I think that will be an interesting topic to talk about. And uh, the first question that I want to know from you about the mind is that uh, uh, um, nowadays life is so comfortable. I mean, compared to a couple of years back and life is uh, so easy nowadays, but still why are depression rates increasing? As per studies, actually people are suffering more uh, depression nowadays, especially at, the, at a young age. So what do you think is the reason? Why is depression increasing now? Uh, well, it's a, it's a good question because I always address this in the colleges hmm. and I feel mind, first of all, mind, you should not think of it as an organ. It's hmm. not an organ. Right. It is a collection of thoughts which you have collected over time. Yes. So your beliefs, your concepts, your perceptions, it's stored as data in the hmm. computer as you yourself refer to it as computer. So at the same time, we place our beliefs that money, power, fame, and name brings us, gives us a high and big success in life. I'm not denying this fact. Money is important. Power is important mm -hmm. uh, to play the game in this today's world. Mm -hmm. And uh, fame fans your ego. So that is also important. But remember, if this is all this is true, then how do I explain that famous actors, famous actresses, mm -hmm. and the famous politicians kill themselves? Right. They, have, they have it all. So that should set us thinking that money or success or fame is not going to give you that wholesome feeling of existence. And there is something called, I would say, living with yourself. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, which we find it very difficult in today's world because mm. if I'm alone in my room, I still need my phone or I need my television. Mm. If there's nothing is there, I need to nibble something. You know, like I can't uh, just stay with myself. So which means obviously I'm not comfortable with myself. Mm. And that demand, and you know, when living here with yourself demands a lot of ethics, compassion and happiness and living in the moment. Now, none of these things we are able to do today uh, because not that we can't, but we have not applied uh, ourselves to it. So people get addicted to emotional burden. Like, you know, right. when, I, when I hit my head on the pillow, uh, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. But still, I cannot sleep unless I have some stress because I'm addicted to that stress. You know, either it's a family stress. stress Yes, it's, a, it's a, either a family stress or it's an official stress, corporate stress, schools or whatever it is. But I need something. You see, I have fed my mind with that kind of data. So this gives rise to depression. And why a depression? Because your mind goes into conflict. Because you know that happiness is what I'm looking for. And I'm not working towards that. I'm actually working towards depression. Right. So automatically me as a person will always wonder what the hell am I doing? You know, and you raise your own expectations without knowing your capabilities. You feel that, OK, I uh, if I buy a Mercedes, for example, if I buy a Mercedes Benz, then I can be very happy. Yes, you can be. But your happiness lasts for a few days. 
of few weeks or few years because it and depends on the mercedes right depend no the mercedes is fine but you're not fine hmm. yeah. money is fine i mean having money is nothing to do with this because hmm. money is money right how you use it and how much value you give it to that material thing determines your happiness right. i think so right and very true so seeking happiness seeking for happiness is not wrong so what do we mean is that you know uh, attaching our happiness with something else external to us is what is making us depressed nowadays uh, obsession i would say even obsession. attaching without attachment uh, you can't survive because i am i am talking the uh, my ancient scriptures in relevance to today's world because hmm. uh, even our ancient scriptures they tell you that uh, attachment is not wrong desire is not wrong it's a very okay. false interpretations that people have given but that's not true okay. but what is bothering you mm. is that kind of binding attachment Achha. for example i have uh, uh, you know i have a bank balance you know certain amount of money mm. and having a bank balance is a normal thing mm. there's nothing wrong in it but if i'm constantly thinking about that bank balance and not enjoying my life right now that becomes a binding desire for you because without so much of bank balance i cannot be happy i cannot be happy without my house i cannot be happy without this i cannot be happy without my friends in today's world that kind of lack of uh, resilience and lack of tolerance patience i would say what is bothering the society so then ma'am next question is how to be happy with ourselves so does meditation help what do you have to say about meditation uh, i would say that there is nothing like meditation really speaking hmm. because uh, what my question is what do you meditate on okay what do you meditate on you have no answer hmm. uh, some saints will say you meditate on this uh, light you meditate on me you meditate on this meditate on that but that doesn't work because okay. what really happens is that your pursuit falls your whole life pursuit you know like what we call it the four pursuits of life purusharthas mm-hmm. when you pursue that you automatically fall into a meditative state for example mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, uh, for, you know like uh, you take a child for example okay and he you buy him toys you buy him all the stuff that he wants and he plays with those toys but does he feel attached to it uh, when he becomes a teenager no the attention oh. shifts yes right so that cannot give you a permanent happiness that hmm. cannot give you a permanent satisfaction Got so it. what i call is it's a pursuit of okay. life so he gets exhausted with the toys and you and i after living our lives we mm. we automatically get exhausted mm. you know we don't need the things that we used to need see what But, i mean and mm-hmm. accept it what happens in today's world is not people are not accepting it like i will give you another example like you know uh, uh, women who are uh, who are mother in laws or you know in that kind of relationship Mm-hmm. uh they must be obviously 65 plus or something mm-hmm. you know yes. odd odd numbers mm-hmm. nowadays of course age is only a number mm-hmm. but still that feeling that i have to let go okay you know mm-hmm. i just need to let go of the things that i have already enjoyed 
Okay. Now, for my son has is grown up. He's he's become older, and he's going to experience his life. So let me step back and watch him, and where he needs support, I shall give it to him. Mm. But what happens is I cannot let go of anything. Those kind of binding uh, relationships that is what is causing the problem. And the, for this problem, the meditation is the last stage of life. Okay. Not life meaning. I'm not saying after eighty, you can start meditating even when you're fifteen. Mm. But You have to understand. You have to be aware of your life before you actually sit for meditation. And okay. I don't think meditation is something that can be taught. That's my personal opinion. I mean, you can. I can teach you by saying, keep your face, uh, you mm. know, posture straight, and uh, all those physical conditioning. I can teach you, mm. but I cannot work on your mind. Your exactly. working on your mind has to be done by you. Exactly right. So I only help you to be to get there. So that's actually true. If you go to YouTube or Google and find out how to meditate, especially nowadays youngsters are looking out for this topic a lot. There are a lot of people saying all different things about meditation, and uh, some say you should focus on your breath continuously. I think that is also not wrong. But again, meditation means not the art of not doing. Uh, am I correct? The art of not doing. Yeah, anything. yeah. Meditation is not like that. I mean, uh, I run an NGO called Life uh, and Living dot org, which yes. is mainly for youngsters, uh, and I get uh, half a dozen calls every day uh, asking me various questions and various problems to counsel, and uh, most of them are confused. I'm. Uh, I feel very bad for them. Uh, yes. I I really feel I could extend my help and reach out to every human being uh, on this earth, which is. Tough for me, but whatever little way I try to tell them that please don't go into the areas that you don't know. You understand? You somehow some people have said that meditation helps. Mm. You know, and they say that meditation means calming your mind. Mm. So when my mind is racing, and you know what is the rate at which your conscious mind races? It is four hundred crores watts. Scientifically, it is proved. Wow. So, mm. you think is it possible for me to control that 400 kilowatts? Mm -hmm. Not possible. Even for me, it is not possible. Mm. But I still meditate, leaving the thoughts behind. Mm. Now, that is a exercise that comes with uh, shraddha, and that also comes with practice. Mm. You know, for everything there is an abhyasa, right? There is yes. everything. Has to go through the process, and that process we are not able to go through. We feel mm -hmm. that some Swamiji said that please come, I'll teach you how to meditate. People run. Mm. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yes. And they say, oh, I'll show you the way to liberation. Mm -hmm. First of all, I have to ask myself, do I want liberation at all? Exactly. Uh -huh. No. That is a question that I have to ask myself, mm -hmm. and unless I get the answer for that, uh, what's the point of uh, meditating? Hmm. And meditate on what? Exactly, got it. Got your point, ma'am. Uh, then I will talk about the emotions now because emotions play a big role in, in creating our life, shaping our life. Especially negative emotions like anger, fear, jealousy, and all. Yes. They keep keep us in a very low vibration. If we are angry all the time, we are always in low vibration. So, yeah. can you tell the viewers 
what happens when we spend most of our time in a low vibration energy like anger angry or jealousy fear and all so what happens how does it affect our life actually the fear and anger is on high frequency okay okay <laughs> yeah, it's the other way frequency okay. yeah because i tell you why the uh, again the anger comes hmm. uh, anger and fear are the typical viruses in the modern society hmm. you don't need external virus that is a virus and anger comes out of things not happening your way which means you have not understood the world at all Very the nice. world does not uh, mm. it doesn't happen your way right. all the time yes okay there is some cosmic some kind of a cause effect and you're part of that cause and effect and uh, also like you know the the society has become so uh, you know so full of uh, competition and also comparisons and your social media has not helped this much because mm. uh, there is you know when i am at home like uh, when we grew up i never had social media mm. but uh, we used to compare ourselves with uh, maybe our immediate neighbors mm. or maybe our immediate cousins so right. that's not the world okay that's a very small uh, portion of thing and that gave us a healthy way of working through mm. our life but uh, today's world is that i am competing with people i don't even know yes and i'm competing with strangers who are probably lying out there you know mm. they are not mm. even telling you the truth yes. so the anger immediately you know you start feeling that you know i'm not good enough mm. i am insecure right you know, all these uh, jargons you create in your head by yourself and fear is fear of losing material things and relationships your money losing your money is not in your control Mm-hmm. and losing a relationship is not in your control so instead of understanding and becoming aware of that life that becomes a lack of confidence and low self esteem mm-hmm. and this low self esteem comes from comparisons and rejection by the society the fear of getting rejected yeah what i mean right. so uh, the whole you have you are investing uh actually you are investing your entire being into something that's completely false mm. so your uh, anger is also is false it's emotional right. actually mm. so anger also physically uh kicks your hormonal imbalance it does oh. because you know immediately your blood pressure goes up because mm. the body has only so much capacity so when the yes. body goes on a high uh you know not on a on a positive way in a negative way mm. so the negative emotions uh the body cannot take beyond a point mm. so the body settles but your mind does not settle yes so yes. the fear leads to depression and also nervousness right. and the entire thing imagine i am basing on basing it all on something which is not true mm. even if there is 1.1% of truth in it i would recommend something but there is no truth is delusional actually right very true so you spoke about uh, the hormonal imbalance that that's being created because of our emotion which is anger so i understand is because the mind and body are 
completely connected. I especially tell my clients a lot about this. So can you talk more about the mind and body connection? Oh, yes, because I mean, there's no question that uh, it's not connected. Uh, what you know, like they say, what you think, so you become. Yes, right. Okay, because that is a natural process. That's a, absolutely a natural process. Uh, to explain this, I'll give you a small example. Uh, there was this uh, uh, milkman, okay? Okay. Uh, ordinary milkman. Okay. Uh, and he wanted uh, to go to the Himalayas mm. and he wanted to act like a saint. He said, I want to become a saint. Like okay. if people can become a saint, why not I? Mm. So they went to a saint and asked him, what do I do? He said, please go and sit in the caves and okay. think of something that you love most. Okay. Okay. So he said, all right. So he went inside the cave. He thought about something that he loves most. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he could not achieve anything. So he comes back again and he asks the saint again. He says, no, go back. You're not ready. Mm -hmm. So he goes back and then he does a longer period of time. And then he uh, he's unable to come out of the cave. Okay. And uh, he thought that he has attained some salvation, but actually he he found out that he developed horns, oh, which was okay. not allowing him to come out of the cave. Oh. So then he, the Swamiji said, this is what I said, because all along you thought of your cows, your buffaloes and the milk. Mm. So you have become that. <laughs> what okay. you think you become, you become that uh, yeah so there's a story like this in i heard in rishikesh okay. so i thought i'll share it with you because uh, if i think you know why do we say when i tell the youngsters especially when they call me i tell them that first stop thinking negative yes you know don't put your fear in the front let when the negative happens let's handle it mm. but right now please don't think negative then they shout at me they said ma'am how can you say that? Because this is definitely going to happen. I said, let it happen. Then we'll face it. But why think about it? So I said, your thinking, your thinking process pushes your body also to act in a negative manner. Right. Because your body language changes. Mm -hmm. Like it's very simple. Suppose you're angry with somebody and you're uh, that somebody walks into your room. Uh, of course, your body language changes. Because you don't want to see that person at all. And that is one way. And the second way is that just like, you know, you give your blood samples when mm. you're sick, when yes. you're ill. Mm. I mean, you know very well that uh, there's some, some problem is there. So I have to go and ask the doctor. Mm. And the doctor recommends your blood test. And then he figures out what's wrong. And then he recommends certain kind of medication. Mm. My question is like, like I'm doing that for my body, right? And nowadays I'm using a lot of laptop and you know mobile phones and stuff. So I delete the data that I don't need because I feel my laptop is going to explode. Or I'm going to catch virus. So I'm aware of all this. But my question is that your mind, which is so important, because your mind wellness determines your physical wellness. 100%. I, you know, the nutritionist can challenge me, the yoga therapist can challenge me, anybody can challenge me. But I would still say that yoga 
or any gym activities or any of these things are useless waste of time if you don't have mental wellness and what is that mental wellness is deleting the unproductive thoughts from your head simple mm. as that i mean it's not a rocket science for us it's just matter of like how you sit and delete all the things from your computer sit by yourself that's why i, I said in the beginning please learn how to live with yourself that's right. so important you know like uh, that's a that you make friends with yourself first then you start making friends with others mm. so and for that i need to be well mentally and when i say mentally well i have to learn to accept the two sides of the coin one is pain one is pleasure mm. one is happiness one is unhappiness one is love one is hatred one is like and one is like that's going to come when there is a sunrise that and the sun has to i mean sun doesn't set but the earth goes around the sun mm -hmm. but i'm aware of that fact that the earth goes around the sun but i still say there's sunrise and sunsets mm. and when the sun sets the sun has to rise again why can't we understand as human beings these simple things my question is that right ma'am and very nicely put and uh, i also keep telling that our mental wellness shapes our physical body but i like the way you challenge everybody especially the nutritionists and everybody that you know i like the way you have put it now uh, let me ask something the other way around you we know that now the mind has has a uh, effect on the body now what is the effect because of something that we do on the body which has effect on the mind for example a creative activities like uh, we send children for in school for music school and for sports and all that has a lot of effect on the mind and you are a dancer so especially yeah. about dance i want to know what is the effect of dance on the mind oh, i could i could talk about this for day, days because uh, that's my <laughs> forte and then uh -huh. i have done it uh, recently i did a talk uh, on dance that heals maybe i'll just send you a private video uh -huh. you can check on that please, please. Uh -huh. but uh, having said that uh dance is not i'm not talking about any kind of dance any kind of dance is good yeah. for ordinal uh, effect uh -huh. but uh, our classical fine arts the classical way of dancing mm. was uh, you know is something different because mm. it is a combination of your mind body and your soul and your emotions because mm. unless i collect all this i cannot put them together mm. okay and in the ancient vedas it is very clearly said that this kind of dance this kind of postures where the yoga has also derived his inspiration from how you, you know it can you can say both ways mm. when the dance has derived from there the yoga is also derived from there because we have total 108 uh, kind of postures and dance which yeah. we do and they are called dynamic movements okay. and when you do this really speaking what it does what it did to me it mm. healed my body mm. i'm not joking okay i used to suffer from severe severe <coughs> back uh, back low back pain and also i used to suffer from foot pain which is which used to swell up mm. but i was determined i said i am going to dance 
forever mm. i made up my mind and the day i made up my mind and i started till today by god's grace i don't have anything i still do it that has healed me definitely mm. and one more thing what is important is the uh, cleaning of your different energy levels yeah. that happens you see there are seven uh, seven energy levels that you know of but mm. actually there are 108 nerve points mm. in the body yes but uh, let me not go into the details of that but mm. um, the the seven chakras or i would put it as five chakras because the uh, sixth and the seventh are very uh, spiritual kind of levels and the five chakras the five elements of nature mm. are embedded in your body in your energy mm. and what this dance and music especially they do is that they invoke that energy okay because the swaras in the music there are swarams like i'm not only talking about indian music i'm talking about western music and any kind of music mm. must have a tone i don't mm. i mean we call it swaras they call it notes so i understand that because note, uh, yeah. uh, i am a tabla player actually when i was a child oh I lovely to... <laughs> then yes, you yes. know everything what i am talking about in fact in fact my father is a musician he is a classical musician and he oh, lovely. used to play tabla but now now it is i am kind of little away from this music uh, world then i used to play drums also tabla drums both yeah, that's but that's awesome <laughs> i understand this swara and all the tal and all but still yeah please continue i like it <laughs> yeah no that that invokes uh, your chakras that uh, invokes your of uh, energy energy levels and takes you to a higher state of life where your negative main thing is where your negative emotions die hmm. you understand i am not talking about uh, high funda like uh, liberation hmm. moksha no i am talking about the basic thing what it does to you hmm. it kills your negative emotions because hmm. there is a kind of happiness that comes in yourself and also your cognitive energy your cognitive mind your mm. creative mind gets tapped right see when the creative mind gets tapped then all your mundane emotions go down mm. see so you're on a different level right so uh, that's an amazing art of course dance of course Uh, is even one step more because it involves your body, and uh, we do the mathematics in our head with the talam. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, you know better. <laughs> no, I don't know better, but yes, I do like uh, researching about these things a lot on YouTube. Yes. I mean, there, no, I'll there send are... you the. I'll surely send you the video which I just gave a week yeah, ago. Yeah, please, please. Uh. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll be interested actually. Uh, nowadays whenever i am free i don't spend time on editing else apart from doing research on these ancient uh, wisdom ancient things yes yes and there are so much information available actually we can learn a lot from the internet but yeah uh, the no, other from the internet i will get you i also uh, give uh, knowledge and wisdom on bhagavad gita and hmm. vedanta uh, on the, on online like on whatsapp groups Oh please so please do that. So it is exclusively for this so that oh. whenever you get time you can read and absorb and mm. it's meant for basic people. So that's yeah. fine. Ah that will be nice actually. Uh, but I want to know why are people uh, not really taking interest in all these subjects nowadays? Uh, is it do you think is it because uh, 
there are a lot of other kind of information available on the internet nowadays like tiktok videos funny videos pranks and all so that's yeah, why they are distractions they are yes, nothing because but of distractions uh, 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 they are distractions because somewhere somebody out there is marketing hmm. uh, for you so and they want uh, you to fall for that but you check with all these google guys they don't allow their children to even google i think i know that yes that. yes yeah hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, the, the social dilemma Yes, absolutely. Yes. So yes. actually, uh, they are they are encashing on your mental weakness, you know, mm. because uh, that's one thing. And second thing is, uh, I feel uh, parenting in today's world is also a bit responsible for this, because mm. I think the parents are also eager to uh, compete. Uh, on a different level, on material level, and you know they want their children, everybody to go to Harvard, everybody to go to Yale, and stuff mm. like that. So there's a lot of pressure uh, for the parents and for the children. So where is the time for them to encourage? Although, mm. having said that, they keep sending them to different classes. Mm. But do they right. even know what they are doing in those classes? Uh, they don't. They don't know. Right. They feel that they are kept engaged, but mm-hmm. engaged in what way? Right. And that doesn't mean that you go and question your teacher every day what uh, what my whether my child mm. has made the progress because that's not the way the classical art works. Mm. But uh, I think uh, there is a methodology in madness today. I've <laughs> been with this uh, uh, marketing business and advertising, so you have to understand that somebody is trying to encash on your mind. Right. very nicely put somebody is trying to encash on your mind because this is the product that's what you know the mind is the yeah, product this is, <laughs> i mean your mind tells you that oh i need it uh, actually right. you don't need it <laughs> very nice okay and uh, my last question is uh, exercise is the good for the body we know that we should do some physical activities to keep the body in a good health we should do some physical activities on a daily basis yeah. so to keep the mind in good health uh what can people do on a daily basis some basic things i'm not talking about deep meditation or anything so complicated but something on a daily basis that they can do to keep their mind healthy what do you suggest yeah uh very simple the easiest and the simple thing is that uh, just like you have your shower every day mm. and you eat your food every day mm. please remember your thoughts are yours your nice. thoughts are not mine right nice. so you have to do something for your thoughts okay. so you have to sit every day you can sit on your bed you can sit or relax relaxing chair lazy boy whatever it is but sit by yourself mm. for 5 minutes 5 mm. minutes either you close your eyes or you don't close your eyes but just sit there alone and without any distractions put off mm. your phones and start introspecting on uh, on the day the day's activity mm. nice your dialogues your conversations and where you felt that you went wrong because mm. there's nothing wrong in accepting to yourself right mm-hmm. oh i did i made this mistake and i tell you within few days you will see a miraculous change in your life and in right. your attitude to the world 
Hmm. Because this is the first step towards meditation. Because you learn to accept yourself. Because I'm I'm not a perfect person, right? But uh, because I'm not perfect, that's what makes my life interesting. Because yes. that's what uh, makes me learn. Hmm. So right. I, what is happening in today's world is nobody wants to learn anything. They feel that they know everything. <laughs> you see, it's and if they feel problem. they don't know anything, they can check on the Google Guru. Hmm. But unfortunately, that Google Guru is also very inadequate. You know, when you really uh, go through the Google, you'll understand what I'm trying to say. So what is important is stay with yourself. I'm asking you to stay with yourself for five minutes. I mean, in twenty-four hours, five minutes is not much. In twenty-four hours, one hour is only four percent. Four percent of <laughs> exactly. The day. I'm asking only five minutes. Yeah, exactly. It's very simple actually, but people don't do. They have to. If you actually do not have, you have five minutes, but unless you unless you work on it, nothing is possible, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. even if you want to make money, you need to know your share market. Ah, huh, <laughs> right. You know. Your share bazaar, unless you know the market news, you can't make money. Or hmm. put it in other ways that time is your money. Uh, so you are spending money on everything else. If you cannot spend less than one percent on yourself, then yes. the, the life, meaning of life will be there is no meaning in life, right? So you have to spend oh, that much time. Yeah. And nice. the physical uh, physical activity is very important. Hmm. And uh, I would put it this way that uh, even your physical activity in terms of uh, gymming, all that is fine. Hmm. But they are all structured. Hmm. But you you know that the actual uh, happiness and the actual therapeutic effect comes from your housework, from your normal work. You just get the bag, run down, and get the bags of bag of milk, mm. or you just put your clothes for washing, clean the house, or you do your dishes. Mm. I'm telling you that is not only therapeutic, but that's a great physical activity. Nice, which nobody wants to do. <laughs> Very true. Okay. Find it, ma'am. Uh, it was really great talking to you, ma'am. This talk was very interesting, and uh, especially the mind topic is very interesting for me. And I think viewers will get a lot of wisdom. So thank you so much for joining. I'm really glad to have you on my show. Then thank oh, you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your board, and uh, hope to see you again. Thank you. Sure, ma'am. Okay. Thank you. Namaste.